Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Magnify the Lord 
I be lifted up. I will draw all men to myself. Amen. You said, let God be exalted. Let God arise. And his enemies will scatter. This afternoon, may our God arise. Amen. May our God arise. Amen. May our God arise. Amen. And let every enemy that is planned against you financially, Amen. spiritually, maritally, socially, may they scatter. Amen. May they scatter. Amen. May they scatter. Amen. May they scatter. Amen. Every enemy that is planned against your child, I see them scattering. Amen. Every enemy that is planned uh, plan against your health, I see them scattering. Amen. Every enemy that is planned against your marriage, I see them scattering. Amen. Every enemy. 
mountains plant against your faith I see them scattering but your God has arisen your God has arisen your God has arisen and the enemies are scattering hallelujah put your hands together for the Lord and let hallelujah please take your seat hallelujah let's magnify the Lord let's exalt his name hallelujah Magnify the Lord and exalt his name. Hallelujah. You can't do anything better than to lift God up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. Taste and see. You know, I was at a pastor's conference, you know, and uh, during the worship time, before the meeting started, it was only pastors. And I saw that, look, the guys were struggling with the worship. <laughs> so that, look, the pastors were really struggling with the worship. And I said, wow. Because typically, you know, the average pastor doesn't come for the worship time. Have you noticed? Usually, they are checking over their notes. They are trying to catch a revelation. So the worship is for, is for the choir. Let them worship. And then they will jump onto the stage and come and display revelations and mighty things. So I noticed that this was, this was only pastors. And I know that the worship was a struggle, you know. And I said, wow. And I remember saying, telling us that, look, we have to be very careful. I said, hey. You'll be very then have you you you'll be very very bored and disappointed in heaven because in heaven there is thank you I told him in heaven it's all about worship heaven there's no preaching who are you going to preach to Paul <laughs> who are you going to preach to Paul almost you are going to sit Elijah down and share your revelation with Elijah. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, hey, pastors, you need to put our worship together. Otherwise, heaven will be very boring. Because I, revelation, you are going to share a revelation with Paul. He said, I know in part. I said, I was caught up in the third heaven. Things were revealed to me that are not fit to be spoken of. He's the person you are going to share your revelation with. <laughs> Hallelujah. But let me say, let's worship God. Let's learn to worship him. Worship is beautiful. I say worship is beautiful. Worship will bring his presence. Hallelujah. As you magnify him, he minimizes your issues. I say as you magnify him, he minimizes your issues. Hallelujah. Well, I've been away for a while. It looks like. Don't worry. You should get used to it by now. This is Lighthouse. Nobody is permanent. I can even be transferred from here. <laughs> Why? 
is, this is lighthouse. So you must get used to different pastors preaching to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Our church is a denomination. Anybody can be moved from any place to anywhere. It's not my church. If they say I'm here, I'll be here. If they say I should go, I should go. But one thing we can guarantee that you will always be given a good pastor. There's no why, there's no why here. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not saying I'm not going anywhere, but I'm telling you that you have to get used to different preaching. Hallelujah. And I, I know you, were, you people were powerfully blessed for the two Sundays. <laughs> Hallelujah. I left you with seasoned ministers to preach to you. But by the grace of God, I am back. <laughs> Hallelujah. I went to I'll tell you something. I was in Ghana. Then I went to South Africa. Yeah, I was in Jobek. Yeah. And as I was telling people, <coughs> you know, <coughs> I was talking to a few of my colleagues. And they wonder, how do you do this? How do you manage this? You're a doctor. You work. You're not a, you're a, you're not a full-time pastor. You are a part-time pastor, you work as a doctor, you are married, you do all this, you still travel, you still preach, you do it. How do you manage all this? Then I realized that, look, in this life, you need faith. Hallelujah. Because I realized that I do the things I do because I believe. And because I believe, God always makes a way. You have to be happy. You have to be a believer. Don't do, you see, <laughs> don't do things just out of convenience or maybe say, don't do things or maybe I should say it the other way. Once something is not important, you can do it as politeness. No, sometimes something, some things you don't really want to do, but out of politeness, you do it. But you can, you can do, you can apply those things to things that are not important. But when something is important to you, do it by faith. Are you hearing me? <laughs> why, do I, why am I even saying so? Because um, I remember in Jobek, Jobek is Johannesburg, okay? Just in case you don't know. I see you. You should say, I will be there. You see, you see, you see I'm talking about faith. Like, even the first lap, every time Bishop mentions a place, they shout, I will be there. You have to believe. So when I shout Johannesburg, you should say I should be there. Yeah. You go on vacation in Sun City. Yeah. <laughs> you should shout I'll be there. I, I, I remember after the meeting ended, ended on a Saturday, and I was flying, I was flying out that same night. But I had some time between the time the meeting ended and the airport. And the people, the hosts were very nice. So we want to show you around. And I said, where are you taking me? Because I've been, to the, I've been to South Africa a couple of times. He said, we are taking you to the Lions Park. I said, what is there? He said, when you go, you see lions, zebras, and you can actually pet with the cups. You cannot, this is one, the only place that you can actually touch a live. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can actually touch the lion. But baby lions, you don't touch the grown-ups. <laughs> 
You don't touch, you don't play with the grown-up lions. The baby lions you can touch. And I can touch the baby lions, the zebras. I mean, quite a beautiful pack. So I said, Oh, really? He said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, Okay. When? He said, After the meeting, I will take you. And I looked at the time. I looked at the time. And I said, Are you sure? Because it was getting dark. Then he said, oh, the park closes at 8. Then I asked the person, when does the sun set? Say the sun set at 6. And the park closes at 8. We can go in. And I knew in my head, that's not possible. Because animals sleep at night. You get what I'm saying? That you cannot get to an animal park at 6 o'clock. Because the sun sets. Animals are asleep. We are not going to hunt them. We are going to look for them. <laughs> but I felt that oh, they wanted to show me around. So they would be a little bit offended if I said no. And I checked that I had some time left to catch my flight. So I said, okay, let's go. But when they sat in the car, I knew for sure that we are not going to see any lion. <laughs> what am I saying that? I didn't believe what they were doing. But out of politeness, I just followed. See, when you, you see, out of politeness, I didn't be, I had, I said, we will not see a lion. And truly, 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 I didn't believe what they were doing. I have time to, we drove around, went to the pig. When we got there, they opened. So the, the park is still open. So we got in there. Then I said, where is the tour? The guy said, oh, the tour ends at 5 o'clock. But the park is still open for the restaurant, so you can come. <laughs> so you can come and eat the food. <laughs> so, at, and the person was, the, the lady was furious. At the park. On your website, you say you close at 8. Is it, on their website, they say they close at 8. But technically, they are right. The restaurant is open. It's the park that is closed. But what, the, what, the point I'm trying to say is that I did not believe it. But out of politeness, just yeah. yeah. so, let's go. Because to be a good guest, and I had time to spare. I wasn't going to miss my flight. So what I'm saying is that you can use politeness for things that are not important. But when it's important to you, you better live by faith. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Let's be a people who believe. Hallelujah. Yeah. Bishop was talking about Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11, 29. That's a very interesting verse there. Hebrews 11, 29. By faith. By faith. They're talking about the Israelis. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. By faith. By faith. They walked through an impossible situation as by dry land. (laughs) 
Look, we all read the story. Moses lifted the rod and the sea parted. But I tell you, they have to walk through by faith because as they were walking, they could see the waters. By faith. You see, but the Egyptians, the, the next verse is what I want to share. Which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. That is the difference between somebody who does something by faith and you won't do it with your natural mind, you will be drowned. Yeah. <laughs> do you see the difference? Yeah. That's the difference. Maybe I know what that is. A modern version. A new, because people don't understand that saying, so maybe you can give us a solution. Yes. By faith, they passed through the dry sea as though they were passing through dry land. And the Egyptians, when they attempted it, don't, you see, I'm trying to say that don't attempt this that people are doing because you see other people doing it. Check their faith level. Amen. Check their faith level. I'm sure the Egyptians saw, so. we see them walking through the water. We too, we can walk. What they did was they were going by faith. They were going by chariots. They were going by their horses. It's not by strength. It's not by power. It's by your faith. Do you believe? Amen. May you be a person, a person of faith. May you be a man of faith. May you be a woman of faith. Do things by faith. Because you believe. Not because somebody is doing it. Don't follow the crowd. They were shocked. The Egyptians were shocked. Because they saw the sea parted and they tempted. Yeah. But what they don't know is that there's power. Hallelujah. So let me tell you something. Be a believer. Or simply put, do things because you believe it. That's my message for you. That's my, my prophecy for you. Do things because you believe them. Hallelujah. Because as I check my itinerary, my going forth and my back, me myself, I was wondering how am I able to accomplish this thing? Then I thought I believed it. I literally believed it. Went, came back, had people to cover me at the clinic, no problem. Not, I, I, I literally believed it. Do things by faith. Make a move by faith. Serve God by faith. Take a job by faith. Marry by faith. Marry because you believe that this is the right person for me. Not, don't marry as a trial. I'm trying to see whether it will work out. It's never a trial. Perhaps. There's no perhaps in marriage, Joe. There's no perhaps in marriage. Marriage is simply described as seeing saw. What you see, what you saw is what you will see. I, do you understand seesaw? What you saw is what you will see. So if you are going, then believe it. That this is forever. 
Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. Make a move by faith. Do because you believe. Hallelujah. Believe it. For example, let me tell you something. For example, even one of the pastors, one of the bishops in South Africa, I was talking to him. He was talking about bishop. He said, you know, he was talking about bishop, our prophet. Don't forget, honor your prophet. Look, honor your prophet. Do it by faith. Oh. If, you don't, if you don't have faith, don't come and waste your money. But if you believe, you shall see. Yeah. And we were just talking, having a discussion. And he said, oh, you know, Bishop, when he tells something to do, when Bishop gives his instructions, he does not give you the whole picture. I said, why? He said, oh, he's a bishop. He said, look, usually he will tell you, do this. Or I want you to do this. You understand? But he will not tell you the how. And I said, and he said, yeah. And, and, and I said, why? He said, yes. And that is where a lot of people, because he, he's very anointed. He has a lot of grace on his life. He has made a lot of people mighty. But he says, the first thing he will always ask you is, he will tell you, I want you to do this. When you believe that what he's saying is true, then he will tell you the how. So the how will only come after he knows that you believe what he's telling you. That's what the person was explaining to me. He said, he will tell you, I want you to do this. If you believe it, then he will show you the how. But if you don't believe it, and you are wondering how can it be done, he won't even bother. So, so it, 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 it begins to, do you believe what I'm telling you? Then I'll show you the how. If you have faith, God will show you how to do it. Hallelujah. Lead your Christian life by faith. Hallelujah. The Egyptians were shocked. They were shocked. They were shocked. They thought it, they thought it was as easy as there's a dry land. We are all walking through. What they do know there was a difference. Somebody was walking by faith. You were just walking by your mind. Or you are, you, you are not even by your mind. You are walking by follow the crowd. And God does not, you see, God does not work with crowds. <laughs> Can I preach to you? God does, see, I'm telling you, some of you are in this church. Begin to have faith in the church and believe in the church and do things because you believe, not because somebody said we should do or we shouldn't do. Because God does not work by crowd. No, 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 no. God? And majority is not always right. Mm -mm. After, in, after in the Bible, what was it? They sent ten spies. Eight of them came back with a bad report. So the majority was wrong. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. The majority was wrong. The majority said crucify him. Are you hearing me? Yeah, the majority said crucified him. So the majority is not always right. 
In fact, when we go down on this verse, we go to verse 30. By faith, the house of Jericho fell down. Go down, go down. Next verse, I'll show I'm talking about the majority. Even Rahab, by faith. Continue. Uh-huh. And what, and what shall I more say? For time would fail me to tell of Gideon. I'm talking about, because I, I spoke about majority. Gideon. Time would fail me. So Gideon is recorded in the heroes of faith. And what did Gideon do? Let's, let's check that verse. In Judges, Gideon. Because, because I just talk about majority. Because sometimes, you see, what did Gideon do? Go to Judges. This is the book of Judges. We'll come back to this verse again. Go to Judges. Gideon was an afraid man. Hiding under there. Oh, we can't find Gideon in Judges. Huh? Please, quickly, Judges 7. Because I, want, I don't have much time to. Judges 7 or 6. But I'm telling you the story. When you come by the story, Gideon was an afraid man. The people were being harassed. Oh. Continue. Let's go to when, when he, he, he went to for the war. Seven, seven. Okay, we are behind. Go to seven. That's what you don't know. Even though people are around you, they don't really believe in you. <laughs> I came with an anointing. They are around you, but they don't believe in you. Friend, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead, and there return of the people twenty-two thousand, and remain ten thousand. So there were thirty-two thousand, not knowing twenty-two thousand were afraid. And you are carrying all this bunch of afraid people in a battle. And you see, what I'm trying to say is that. Sometimes we carry majority of people into a critical decision. What, what you do that most of them don't believe in you, they are afraid, they are jealous, but you are carrying them. <laughs> but you are carrying them. You are carrying them. You have more faith in numbers than in Jehovah. Somebody change. Amen. May your faith be in God. Amen. You should be able to say that. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. Amen. Can you believe that 32,022 were afraid? Majority. 22 of the 32. That is 10 over 32. My students, give me the math. What's the percentage? Bishop told, huh? 66%. Two-thirds. Two-thirds. 
to taste of the, your counselors, your addresses, your friends, who so-called buddies on Facebook are afraid. They don't believe in you. They don't have the same faith. And they return. And they remain 10,000. <laughs> okay, let's go. That's all. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are yet too many. You see, I'm trying to show you something. Sometimes you are better off spending a time in your closet alone and praying about that more by yourself than asking 25 opinions. Go to the water. I'm going to use this test. There's water. I will test them by the way they drink. The ones who drink like a dog, lap it. And you know when the dog is drink, drinking water? Like this. Drinking and watching. Yeah. But the ones who settle and bow down, not watching what is going on, they don't qualify. Because even though they are all drinking, the way they are drinking is different. Some drink watching alert. Some drink because as soon as they get a little prosperity and a little blessing, they forget about everything. Their whole head is into it. <laughs> a little. prosperity. Because they were tasty. So water was a breakthrough. And a little blessing. God said that I am not interested in people that a little blessing, they put their whole life into it. They stop watching. A little marriage. Now you're hide this into the marriage. A little job. Now you're whole head. Who head is into it? God said, no. No. I am looking for people that, even though, you see, I am looking for people that, even though I have blessed them, they were thirsty. I have given them the water to drink. They are not consumed by their blessing. They are still watching. <laughs> Stacy, yes, I bless you. But I'm, I'm looking for people that even though I've blessed them, they are still watching. They are still in the choir. They are still singing. They are still coming for rehearsal. They are not consumed with the little blessing I give them. A little breakthrough. Your whole head is into it. Now you can't listen to advice. You can't listen to counsel. Nobody can talk to you. Your head is into the water because you have found water. Dangerous. Faith! Yeah. God was, see, see, I came to this verse because stop relying on the majority. If I call for a fast, whether your friend come or not, you fast. If 
I say we are going for outreach, whether your friend come or not, you do. And I'm th- if, if I say that we need to come for a weekday service, whether your classmate doesn't come, it's irrelevant. He may live next door to you and say it is far. That is his problem. You, you are God has called you. You know what you are doing. Distance is not a problem to you. If don't say that, oh, but we are all living here. It's too far to go. No, it's far for him, but it's not far for you, because you drink with your eyes watch. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's why Gideon's name came in. I am sure some of us will have questioned God. 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 Do you know the the Midianites? Do you know the battle? Do you know the crowd? God, I mean, why are you increasing the risk? Look at the people they have on that side. Look at their weapons. God, why are you taking everybody away? You see, I'm trying to show you something. God, why are you taking everybody away? God, why are you stripping me naked? God, why are you taking me from this job? God, why are you taking me from this position? God, why are you taking me from this person? Why are you stripping me naked, knowing the opposition ahead? Why are you literally stripping me naked? Why are you taking away all my resources, knowing the battle in front of me? So, 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 so it takes faith for your resources to be removed and still obey the call. Because most of us will say that, ah, most of us will quote the verse, whom he calls, he equips. <laughs> now, and by the grace of God, I had 3,200. Even that was not enough. So I was thinking that God, you rather come and add more. <laughs> you see, but God was demonstrating us something. That it is better to have a few who believe than a majority who don't believe. Amen. Hallelujah. May you be a believer. Amen. I say, may you be a believer. Amen. Go back to that verse in Hebrews. Hebrews 11, 30. And of Barak, this is the real Barak, not the one that you voted for. <laughs> This is a real Barak. Hallelujah. And of Barak. What did Barak do? Judges. I'm talking about people who operate by faith. Why is Barak's name mentioned? Judges chapter, judges chapter 4. Judges chapter 4, please. Barak. This guy. Because he's... What is it? Say, God, this verse said, and what shall I say? I can't talk about it. So let's look at what it is. Judges chapter 4. And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead. Okay? Then what happened? And the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, that reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera, which dwelleth in Herosheth. Of the Gentiles. 
And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. Because they were sold into the hand of Sisera, some wild guy who was oppressing them. For he had 900 chariots of iron. And 20 years, he didn't only oppress them, mightily oppressed them. Mightily oppressed them. The children of Israel. And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth, she judged Israel at the time. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came to her for judgment. And she called and sent, and she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh, Naphtali, and said unto him, had not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor and take with thee 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of Zebulun. And I will draw on, unto thee the river Kishon, Sisera, the captain of Jabez's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. And Barak said unto her, If thou will go with me, then I will go. But if thou will not go with me, then I will not go. If you go with me, I'm cool. If you're not coming, I ain't going. Hmm. Let's continue. And she said, I will surely go with thee. Notwithstanding, the journey that thou shalt Take it shall not be for thine honor. For the Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. And Barak called Zebulun and Naphtali to Kadesh. And he went up with 10,000 men at his feet. And Deborah went up with him. Now Heba the Kenite which was of the children of Hoobab, the father-in-law of Moses, had separated himself from the Kenites and pitched his tent onto the plain of Zenea, which was by Kadesh. Mm. And they showed Sisera that Barak, the son of Abinoam, was gone up to Mount Tabor. And Sisera gathered together all his chariots, even 900 chariots of iron, and all the people that were with him from Hesheret of the Gentiles unto the river Kishon. And Deborah said unto Barak, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord had delivered Sisera into thy hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mantabo and 10,000 men after him. And the Lord discomfited Sisera and all his chariots and all his hosts with the edge of the sword before Barak. So, Sisera, so that Sisera lighted down from his chariot and ran away. Anyway, he didn't go far. When you continue, he was killed by another woman. Yeah, that's the guy that, yeah. But why is Barak mentioned here? Because Barak name is mentioned because by faith, he overcame a chronic problem 
20 years, the guy was oppressing them. At that time, most people were afraid of him. Somebody who has oppressed you for 20 years, you will be afraid to rise up. Some of us have given up to our situations and our problems because they are too long. But by faith, may you overcome chronic problems. Because chronic problems have a way of making you accepting them. You take it that this is how it is be. It is normal. Because it has been so chronic, you somehow reverse and accept it. But by faith, may you overcome every chronic problem. Any insurmountable problem, may you overcome it. May you rise up and say that this is it. Sisera, this is your last day. Today, this problem has end. You cannot live in a marriage and quarrel for the rest of your life. Chronic problems must end. You see, the faith here of Barak is the faith to rise up and challenge chronic things. May somebody receive that faith. I say, may somebody receive that faith. May you say that I will not accept this thing. Even though it has been there for 20 years, I refuse to accept it. Somebody here with a chronic disease, by faith, overcome it. I say, overcome it. I say, overcome it. Chronic situation, overcome it. Say, by faith, I believe that this thing should end. You must believe in the prophecies. May the chronic situation end. You cannot live your life like that. A day must, you must rise up and say that this is the end of this. Because when things become chronic, you accept it. You adapt to it. You live your life around it. And take it as the norm. But Barak said no. 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 This guy has been ruling for 20 years. He has been oppressing us for 20 years. But that said the boss, the, 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 that says God. I will arise. Yeah. Never settle for what is not right. Amen. Listen to me. Fight to your last grave. I don't know. You are, not, you, you are not getting it. I'm not feeling it. I say fight to your last grave. Yes. Yes. Faith. 20 years, most people will say, this guy, that's, this. 20 years, most people will say, this is my destiny. So for Destiny, dear. <laughs> you don't understand the language. As for means priest. Destiny is not going to change. This man will never change. Yeah. This my child will not change. This my health situation will not change. This my problem will not change. But I tell you, have the faith of Barak. 20 years, he still rise up and defeated a guy. Hallelujah. By faith. By faith. I'm talking about people of faith. 
Your fornication can stop. Amen. I'm serious about it. Amen. Don't stop asking the fornication. Well, you know, this is my problem. You know, my problem is my waste. You know, your problem is not your waste. Your problem. <laughs> your waste. I promise my waist. I promise my waist. Don't accept it. Don't accept it. Even when you get out from the fornicating bed, confess that, Lord, this is the last time. I believe I'm healed. Let the weak say I'm strong. Lord, I'm not a fornicator. <laughs> I'm preaching. Because some of you, that is what is stopping you from entering into a certain blessing. Begin to confess that this thing has ended. I cannot live my life by pornography and fornication. Stop justifying it all. And you know, I, was, I got it as a, when I was young and it's difficult. It's not, nothing is difficult. Nothing is difficult. The just shall live by faith. 20 years of Sisera rule, Barak overcame him. You can overcome it. You see, that's why his name is there. His name is there because he never accepted a chronic problem. Because the natural man has such a chronic problem. Most of us, we fight. One, two, three. What is written is written. That grapha, that grapha. Nothing is written is written. You better sit up and say that this exam, I'll pass it. I said, this exam, I'll pass it. I said, this exam, I'll pass it. Stop accepting things. Faith. Faith! I believe God. This thing it will end. This problem in my family, it ends with my generation. It shall not go beyond me. By faith. By faith. By faith. I'm showing the importance. By faith. That's where their names are written. That's why their names are written. I take a guy like Samson. He subdued lions. His name is written because his name is there because when he was born, somebody told him, look, you don't cut your hair. That's all. You have not thought about it. What did they say? They say that your strength is in your hair. Don't cut it. And he believed it. He believed it and did not cut his hair. Your power is in your head, so don't cut it. So it takes faith. He did not, no matter the new hairstyle, he never touched his hair. I said, no matter the new hairstyle, he never touched his hair. No matter how much people laughed at him, he never changed his hair because he believed. He believed that there is something in your hair. Believe it. Come that a, a pastor lays hands on his own. Believe that you have a breakthrough and you don't believe. Don't you believe? He believes just a simple way that something in your head, don't cut it. Oh, yeah, some of you have to shout, Lord, help my own belief. Because you have received prophecy, you, you doubted it. Prophecy has come, but you doubted it. The instruction was simple there is something in your head, don't cut it. 
Samson is a very interesting guy. Because you see, he had issues. I mean, Samson had woman issues. I'm preaching. The guy had fair girls were his weakness, his weakness, his weakness. I interact. I was in, I, I, and I talk to, I travel around, I talk to pastors, I see churches. And I can tell you that, look, at the end of the day, it is the faith of the person. How much the person believe? Look. If you really, 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 really believe, that faith will even keep you away from sin. you really believe. If you believe God so much, it will keep you from sin. Perfected holiness in the fear of God. If you really, really believe that this... Why, why am I saying so? For example, the Bible says that Husbands, don't be mean. It's in First Peter. Don't be mean. Don't be rude. Don't be harsh on your wives. Whatever it is, even though they may be, because uh, because they are weaker vessels. Weaker means that they are annoying. They can be irritating. Why? Why you say something is weak? Uh, give me. Why you say something is weak? If I drop, again, I'm sorry. If I drop this thing down like this, it didn't break. But if, if it was a glass vase and I drop, what would happen? It will shatter, isn't it? So, weak, when you say something is weak, it means subject, subject to the same level of forces, it can disintegrate. And the Bible said that when you take a woman, subject to the same force as a man, the woman can disintegrate. That is why what will irritate my wife does not irritate me. What worries her does not worry me. Are you hearing me? Her concerns. Sometimes I say, why is she so worried? It doesn't even bother me. I don't get it. Because our verses are different. Are you hearing me? And the Bible is saying that, look, because of that, because she's a weaker vessel, okay? Because she's a weaker vessel, and, and therefore cannot stand the same stress as you and the pressure. Give, them, give her honor. Those, or cut her slack. Cut her a lot of slack. Be gentle. Because if you don't do that, she has the tendency to break. And it doesn't end there. 
I'm talking about if, if you are a man of faith. Because if you cause her to break, your prayers will be hindered. So if you are a man of faith who believes in prayer, and you know that without prayer, nothing can work, then no matter what your wife does, you will not ignore her. <laughs> because if you believe that by harassing her your fast, your prayer, your all night is waste and God said that men always ought to pray and not to faint and you need, you see, unless you don't believe in prayer any man who believes in prayer will never quarrel with his wife, based on this verse Unless you are a man who doesn't believe in prayer. But if you believe in prayer, then based on this verse, if you believe in prayer, you know some people don't believe in prayer. If you don't believe in prayer, fine. Including even prayer of forgiveness. It means, you say, so that your prayer should not be hindered. It means, even after you maltreat her and say, God, forgive me, you will hear. Because every prayer is prayer. What is forgiveness or unforgiveness? Whatever prayer you are praying, it cannot go. So don't even hurt her. Because someone go, let me, um, look, I can do what I want to do. After I'll go and apologize, I'll go and ask for forgiveness. I'll go and ask for forgiveness, forgiveness from God. No, no, no. It's still a prayer. It didn't go. <laughs> but you see, it takes people of faith. It takes somebody who believes in prayer. Are you hearing me? See, I'm talking about faith now. If you have somebody who believes that Prayer is important. And the judge shall leave, and, and, and that men always ought to pray and not to faint. And that your communication with God is important. That faith alone checks your lifestyle. That's what I'm trying to say. I just use this as an example. The father you believe in prayer, it will check your lifestyle. But look, I believe in prayer. But if you don't believe in prayer, and slap her. It doesn't make any difference. You don't believe in prayer, so. But if you believe in prayer, if you believe in prayer, if you're a man of faith, then you must clearly know that this thing sitting here, it is weak. That means it is annoying. It is irritating. When we say we should go, it is always late. <laughs> It is always late. What does it, what does it, does it do? Forgetful. Huh? Forgetful. This is it in here. Disorganized. Does not pay. I mean, um, I mean, does not pay the bills on time. Totally disorganized. It's a sharp mouth. It shops, it, it shops without thinking. <laughs> And all can be a problem. Because it is weak. It is weak. It means this thing here, because of the nature, it is weak. And therefore, it, what this one says can easily irritate her and you wonder, why are you so annoyed? But, since I need a prayer warrior, since my, uh, I need God to watch my going out, and I can't mean him. Since I need God to protect me, and I have to speak to him, 
I don't want this thing to be a barrier. And therefore, no matter what it is, I will handle it carefully. And whatever it is, it misbehaves, I will wrap it. <laughs> that, is, that is, if you believe in prayer. Do you believe in prayer? Then that's your message. But if you don't believe in prayer, you can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm showing you whatever. I'm talking about faith. So, even your faith affects your lifestyle. Yeah. The just shall live by faith. Look, let me say something that Bishop said. Faith is not simply I claim it, I receive it. That's not faith. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, I believe I have a car. That's not faith. Faith, faith is faith is what, what you believe in and guides your action. So you see, so if you say that look, yes, and because I'm a Christian, okay, I will not marry this rich man. That is faith. Because of what I believe, I won't do this. I'm a Christian, so I will not marry this rich unbeliever. That is what is called faith. Not I have a car. Because you are taking a decision based on your belief. That's faith. That is why God called Abraham a man of faith. Because he took a decision to leave his father, his kingdom, and go to a place unknown based on what God told him. The, 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 you see, the, the belief made him take a decision. So if somebody asks Abraham, Abraham, where are you going? I don't know. Where are you going? But we don't know where you are going. Yes. But where are you going? Because God told me. So you are moving your wife, you are carrying your cannon, all because of what God told you. You see, decision taken based on belief. That's faith. My, my bills don't add up, but I believe in time. In time. When we are together, things will be doing me. My breast begins to stand up. Sometimes I feel like touching him. But listen, I'm a Christian. I'm a virgin. So I'm holding tight. Even though I feel like going, I'm holding tight. And running away. So the ability to say, mm, I feel like touching, but I won't touch. That's faith. <laughs> the is, I'm telling you, that's faith. That's faith. What you, decisions based on your belief. Yes you do that? I won't do this job. I won't live here. I won't do this. I will not marry. Yes, my parents want me to marry this person because he's from, from a rich family, but he's not a Christian, so I will not. That's faith. Based on what you believe. Yeah. Are you hearing me, church? And when you do that, you see the hand of God. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. Look, I don't think I'm out of words. I'm just out of time. Stand up, let's close. We'll continue next week. We believe you exist. We believe you are a great rewarder. We look beyond all things which I see 
and we hope in you Invisible God. Invisible God. Glory. Glory, glory, and splendor. Oh, living God, my You are righteous. You are righteous and holy. You are just in all your ways. Just in all your ways. Oh, one more time. Invisible God. Invisible God. Glory, glory. Glory, glory. And splendor. Oh, this is based on your belief, oh God. This is based on your belief. Just in all your ways, just in all your ways. So we believe, we believe you do, and we believe, we believe you are a great reward, and we love the majority. This afternoon, you came to church. You are not born again. You are not saved. Listen. It is by faith, through grace, are you saved. I don't care your colleagues think, your friends think, your family think. When it comes to salvation, it's between you and God. It has nothing to do with your qualification, your background, your sex, your nationality. It is between you and God. And the Bible says, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. 
So Jesus said, if you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. That's what Paul said. This afternoon, take an individual decision, not a group decision. Not a, a decision based on crowd or emotions, but a decision based on a personal conviction. So if you are here and you are not born again, and the Bible says to be born again, you must believe in your heart. You must confess with your mouth. It must be done before a witness. Somebody must see it. So it's better done in a church. So if you have not decided to be born again, just to make sure that when you die, you go to heaven. It's a personal decision. Nobody can take that decision for you. You have to take that decision yourself. So before I end this service, I want to give you the opportunity to be born again. With every eye closed and every head bowed. I don't want any movement at all. Within the, within the next few seconds, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Personally. It's not a group decision. It is not a crowded decision. It's an individual decision. I just want to make sure. It has nothing to do with even the person you came with. It's you. You are not sure. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. I'm serious. You are not sure. Lift up your hand. When I say lift up your hand, you see, are you serious about what you're doing? Let your hand go above your head. I'm serious. Are you serious? Come. I see your hand. Come. Put your hand together for him. I want you to make sure. English or French? French. Jack, come help me. I'm talking about salvation. You can whisper here. I'm talking about salvation. Let's interpret to him. Do you believe? You want to be born again? Personally. Not because of the person who brought you. Personal. God will save you. Dieu te now say this after me. Heavenly Father. This afternoon. Cet I, I stand before all this crowd. Je me tiens devant cette foule. And, I, and I accept you. As my personal savior. En tant que mon personnel sauveur. En tant que mon personnel sauveur. I want to know you personally. Je veux te connaître personnellement. Je veux te connaître personnellement. I want to be a child of God personally. Je veux être un enfant personnel de Dieu. Je veux être un enfant personnel de Dieu. I want to be able to call you my father. This morning. Oh, sorry, this afternoon. I'm a sinner. Je suis un pécheur. Je suis un pécheur. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Accept me. As a child. Satan. No longer my master. Je n'ai plus mon maître. Je n'ai plus mon maître. 
Jesus is my master. Jesus is my master. I am a child of God. Jesus is an infant of Dieu. I'm a child of God. Jesus is an infant of Dieu. I'm a child of God. Jesus is an infant of Dieu. Amen. Amen. God bless you. What's your name again? Nicholas. Personal. God bless you. I'll talk to you after church, okay? Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. It's personal. It has nothing to do with anybody. Hallelujah. I feel, I'm going to pray. You know what? I'm going to pray for chronic situations. Chronic, I'm going to pray for chronic health. You don't have to come forward. You have a chronic health problem. Barack overcame Cesera. I said 20 years of oppression by faith. This afternoon, by faith. You have a chronic, I'm talking about chronic medical problem. I'm not talking about chronic financial problems. I'm serious. Medical problems. Okay? With every eye closed and every head bowed, lift up your hand and we'll pray. Please come forward, I'll pray for you. And I believe God will heal. You are all I Yes, Lord.
It took a day. It took a day. It took a day. One day. Just one day. Just one day. Just one day. Just one day. Receive your healing.
an end. 20 years it came to an end. The grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is sufficient to heal. Change 
Sarah by faith. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It's real. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. came Cicera. 20 years of oppression. 20 years of torment. 20 years of accepting the situation. But there arose a day. Today is your day. I say today is your day. Today the Lord has visited his people. The Lord has visited his people. The Lord has visited his people. And the chronic and difficult situation has been overturned. Yeah. It's real. I know. It's real. It's real. It's real. This is the day of your salvation. This is the day of your salvation. I said, this is the day of your salvation. Yes. He arose from it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is the day of salvation. 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 I worship Chronic situations, oh God, can 
anali aba anori aba anari aba anari aba ba ay 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 kai noli masoko to Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for your presence. You came to heal, to save. Sakanali abro nika nali ababa nili abajeneli abanoli ababa rakata anali imi indoli ama anali amama. Jeneli ababa neri amnuri amama se ineli aka apa anali ababa meika anali ababa anali ababa anuri ababa saaka anali ababa anuri ababa neli onuri ama anali ama aze ineli a anari aka anari ababa Yeah, 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 yeah. 
for that which has constricted you. That which has entangled you. That which has inter- is choking you. And seems to be taking the, the life out of you. I stand in the authority and in the power of the name of the Son of God, the Jesus Christ of God, the God of thy one most. And I cut it off. I cut it off. I cut it off. Holy Spirit for 20 years he oppressed your people but they rose a day today by faith your people have overcome chronic sickness and chronic disease chronic financial problems chronic marital problems in the name of Jesus let us say shout amen Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. You are free. I tell you. Yeah, this is it. This is it. This is it. God bless. Please take your seat. We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.